So, Being John Malkovich is about a puppeteer who finds a cubbyhole in an office, which leads him into the mind of actor John Malkovich. It... What do you mean we're reviewing the wrong movie? Bird Box? Shut up, bird! Okay, so I guess I'm supposed to be reviewing Bird Box. I have a feeling that you haven't been able to escape the pretentious memes around this movie. Memes aside, what is the movie actually like? Bird Box stars Michael Jackson impressionist Sandra Bullock, <laughs> who leads two children down a river on a boat. There are these quote-unquote monsters that make people kill themselves when they see them. Oh my god! Oh my god, nobody look! Nobody look! Nobody look! Nobody look! Nobody look! Nobody look! And two-thirds of the movie is just boring flashback sequences of when the monsters, quote-unquote again, first appeared in the US till present day on the river sequence. So what does it do right? Well, it's um, competently shot. Very high production value for a stream movie. What does it do wrong? Hmm. I'll give you five seconds to guess. That's right, everything. At the end of the day, it's a cookie cutter, plot hole ridden attempt of a horror movie. The pacing is off. The characters are one-dimensional, and what little scares they have are cheap. There are moments of unnecessary dialogue that are dragged through the mud so long that it leaves barely any time for the tension-filled moments to even flourish. The characters are unlikable and stupid, with Sandra Bullock being the most milk-toast interpretation of a person who is emotionally detached to their current circumstances. And the only character with complexity is the great. John Malkovich. It even has Machine Gun Kelly in the cast. But how you gonna name yourself after a damn gun and have a man bun? And that speaks levels of the type of movie that we're watching. Hell, even his character, whatever the fuck his name was, and a police academy thought steal the group's only transport and they're never seen again. No justice, no resolution, nothing. Just existed as a plot inconvenience. So the plot begins with Sandra Bullock and her sister going for ultrasound and they are coming back from the hospital when all the shit hits the fan. Her sister sees something, crashes into a car, then goes and kills herself. And during that moment, Sandra Bullock and a bunch of survivors go into the house. Things happen, blah, blah, blah. One of them dies watching the monsters from a screen and just boring shit. And the whole time, one character, Douglas, played by John Malkovich, is constantly advocating that they kind of separate from the rest of the people and just try to survive on their own. Apparently, Douglas's character is considered an asshole because he's being self-preserving in the fucking apocalypse. Surprise, surprise. After watching his own wife die, you know, it's not surprising that he'd be so selfish. So the group of survivors are stuck in the house and another person comes in named Olympia, who is this another pregnant waste of resources. It arouses suspicion in Douglas, but everyone else is like, oh, welcome, welcome, keep her in, blah, blah, blah. No questions asked, no nothing. Even Sandra Bullock's character pulls out a gun on John Malkovich because he doesn't want her there for good reasons. So that situation passes by. Then another situation happens where Olympia lets in another survivor who's a very suspicious man, Gary, weeks into being in that house 
or I guess weeks, because they kind of don't tell the progression of time in this movie. They lock Douglas in the garage after knocking him out for this justified distrust, which leads to all of their deaths, except for Mallory, who is in labor with Olympia, who, who goes and jumps out the window, and Tom and the two babies. And the reason that this guy, Gary, kind of orchestrates their death is because Gary is one of the crazy people who can survive these monsters and want other people to see them. They're just using a blanket term of not right in the head or mentally insane and doesn't even consider the nuances of the spectrum of mental disorders. It's just a shitty way to force tension because the monsters don't have a physical presence. Anyway, the rest of the plot is too boring to go into, so I'll jump right to the end. Mallory and boy... Yeah, <laughs> boy. ...and girl five years later have reached this rapids on the river after Tom sacrificed himself so that they could go on. And one of them has to look to guide them safely to the rapids. And boy volunteers... Yeah, boy! But Mallory stops him because Boy is the child that she gave birth to. And for a second, they could have pulled the trigger to give the movie an emotional weighted plot twist by letting Girl be the one who navigates the river and have Mallory's arc of motherhood actually mean something. You don't actually give it a sacrifice. In these post-apocalyptic parenting movies, usually... They show the lens of sacrifice and emotions that a parent has to go through to ensure their child's safety. You see this in The Last of Us. You see this in The Road. You see this in both AMC and Telltale's Walking Dead. But in Bird Box, you just get a cop-out. So they travel the rapids and lose supplies when Boy falls into the water. And they get to the shore and through a series of unnecessary events again, because her dipshit unvaccinated kids don't even listen to her, there's some you know, tension. They finally reach the sanctuary that they were trying to at the end of the river, and it's a school of the blind, and the movie ends with her finally naming her stupid kids, and everyone's happy, blah, blah, blah. In the book, The Sacred Jedi Texts! When they reach the sanctuary, Everyone there is still wearing their blindfolds and some people have even gouged their eyes out and Mallory kind of considers not staying there. They are said that it's optional, blah, blah, blah. This gives it a bittersweet ending. And the director, for some reason, wanted to give it a happy ending and they wanted to end it on a high note, which I don't even understand. It just, it just nullified the movie and decisions that led to the ending made it shallow and empty and even the titular bird boxes weren't even important you only see them like in probably three scenes being useful and they don't even explain why the birds were important you can't see that in other animals again going to the book they actually see that other animals get affected but these birds can sense them even though they're covered because you know the birds don't even have to see creatures to sense them but and for some reason, they can't go into houses. I don't know why. They never explain that these creatures have any dimensions or even a physical presence. So, I mean, like, why would they need crazy people to take off people's blindfolds when they could do it themselves if they had a physical presence? When people compare your movie to The Happening, 
you know you fucked up as a horror movie. What? No. The sole reason it even got popular was due to excellent marketing on Netflix's part, taking advantage of release timing and memes. Though the memes backfired when the Bird Box challenge came up, and people went through day-to-day life or an activity blindfolded. Those people are the reason that the Darwin Awards even exists. Even Netflix had to chime in condemning that shit. So, my thoughts were Bird Box? You basic. That's why it didn't take long for Bandersnatch to overshadow it. So, I scored this movie, go watch Hereditary instead, out of 10. Thank you. This has been the Pop Cultist Podcast Reviews. I've been your host, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.